Okay. All right, everyone, welcome. I am Jamie Mendez, and I am the founder of Magical Me, as well as a co-founder of Oracles of the Light. And today I'm being joined by my lovely and magical brother of light, Tor Webster. So, uh, Tor, you want to say hello to everyone? Hello, thank you very much for that introduction. Lovely uh, connecting with you and over there in America. It's just great that we have this ability to uh, use the web of light in a positive, loving way and then uh, beam that love out through that web of light, you know, the inter interweb, as it's called sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. So it's, it's great. Yeah, I love that, the web of light. Uh, yeah, part of the part of the change, you know, I think, yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Lovely, lovely you, you do this uh, interview. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, no, thank you so much for allowing me to, uh, you know, have you on and talk about all of the incredible things that you do and in that incredible place that you live. So yeah. Tor Webster, for those of you who do not know, uh, Tor Webster is a um, trans medium. He is a, what I like to refer to as a keeper of ancient wisdom and knowledge for ancient Avalon in Glastonbury, England. And Tor also runs um, historical tours of the sacred sites um, around uh, many, many different areas, not only Glastonbury, England, but many different areas, many different countries as well. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that today. And we are also going to be talking about ancient Avalon, uh, which is modern day Glastonbury, England, mm -hmm. and some of the surrounding areas. So, um, you know, one thing that I want to just say briefly, I did an interview with Tor quite a few years ago when we first met. And um, how I met Tor was through the calling to come over to Glastonbury, England. And um, it was something that I had been called to do for quite a few years. And um, through, you know, research and my own inner study, I discovered my ancient connection to the lands of Avalon. And how I had been called over there was to reconnect with the energy of the land. Um, and something that really does happen during, you know, uh, going over there and actually visiting those ancient sites, it does really happen where you are able to reconnect with the ancient magic and wisdom of the land. But I was called over there and doing some research with a couple of my lovely friends I'd gone on vacation with. Um, we'd come across Tor's website and Tor offers tours of the Glastonbury tour. And um, his website is Tor's Tour of tours tours of the tour <laughs> it's quite a tongue twister or just um, tours 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 yeah. tours there you go <laughs> um and so we found his website and we were able to um you know connect with him and book the tour with him and i have to say i'm not just saying that because you know we're doing this interview and because i love tour we're doing this because um i'm saying this because it's really true it changed my life and being part of what Tor is offering or him facilitating the, um, my own, it really did facilitate my own awakening is what I'm saying. And um, we went on the tour, it was, uh, we booked the eight day tour through Glastonbury, Cornwall, Stonehenge, Avebury, and um, visiting these sacred sites was just, it was just a, an incredibly magical experience and just, it was something that I was always called to do. And once getting there, I began to fully understand why. And so for a couple of years, I kept going, you know, we'd gone back a couple of times and still planning on um, continuing that. I, I was guided to start bringing more people with me over to uh, have these tours with Tor. So Tor, do you want to talk a little bit about your tours and um, really what guided you to be to called you to do them well i don't don't really know what called me i it, 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 i think i think the greatest things that we do in our our life are the the biggest surprises that's kind of you know what i believe that that uh, we, we think we think we're making plans you know I, I wanted to be a big filmmaker you know I might still might I'm not putting a kibosh on that but uh, you know um, but uh, we we 
but the universe has a very different plan for us, you know, and, um, and I, I, I kind of uh, stumbled into the tours as soon as I moved to, to Glastonbury 20 years ago. And I was just work, I was working, um, well, first of all, I was working as a, as, a, as a video editor in Bristol and I was traveling a, uh, an hour up to Bristol back and forth um, every, 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 well, not every day because actually I ended up becoming, getting on a retainer, which gave me a lot of extra time. So I, I, I didn't need a lot of money in those days. So I, I would just meet people randomly in Glastonbury and they go, oh, tell us about Glastonbury. And I would tell them the myths and legends. And I said, oh, you know, let me take you up the tour. Let me show you around the Abbey, you know? And I was just, just, uh, just kind of showing people around. And, and that went on for a while. And I, then, um, uh, then I went off traveling and made, made the, the Rainbow Serpent Project film, which, uh, which is now completed 10 years ago and out there and you know, can watch it on Amazon Prime. Uh, about the Earth Chakra journey, and as I when I came back, I um, was planning to maybe um, set up do my own shop, and uh, um, and I was working in retail and still doing tours, and and um, and then and then I uh, I did the did a shop for a couple of years and doing the tours, and then I went again uh, traveling uh, to promote the film that I'd made around the world and started to make the second film which is still in still in production it takes takes time these things again the divine time and um and then and then i 2011 was very much um the gateway year you know for for you know for an opportunity to really move into the age of aquarius that through the gateway <coughs> And actually, I'm part of a, a group called the Arimathean Group, and have been for nearly 30 years now, and makes me feel old. <laughs> well, I started very young, um, and um, we actually created a ceremony where we we went through that that 11 11 gateway, and um, and everything changed. And my my I was I was in Mexico, I was in the the alchemical marriage site on, in 11 11. My and then I got a call that my dad um, was was passing away, and on the phone he passed away, and and uh, you know a part of me kind of went with him, and um, came back, and uh, then ended up moving to Scotland, which was wonderful. I was working and moving, living up in Scotland, and um, and then that that editing job um, also came to to an end, and I came back to Glastonbury around the autumn equinox. And of um, uh, actually, yeah, around uh, eleven, uh, the year eleven, and um, that's when I met my wife on top of Glastonbury tour. Julie, my wife, she was visiting from Belgium, and um, and then and then I went again. I went went to do some more traveling for the next uh, film project, and two thousand and twelve, which was uh, very much a transformational year it was the it's in the mayan calendar prophesized that that was when there was a great shift of consciousness and uh, and and i walked there with julie and with other people up the labyrinth uh, on the tour to 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 the ceremony for the winter solstice which there was uh, thousands of people on top of the tour that felt the call to be there and as i came round the end of the labyrinth to the center of the labyrinth i was joined by a dear brother called um, Sunbird, who had been doing ceremony all night with water from sacred waters all over the world, which is part of the journey that I've taken as well. And uh, he was parading a rainbow dragon or rainbow serpent with, with uh, about 20, 30 people forming this rainbow serpent up the hill. Wow. And and I he I came round and he was walking up and he said jo come join me tour so we walked together the two of us paraded up the top of the tour with this rainbow rainbow serpent rainbow dragon um, which uh, which was very very crazy and um, <laughs> and then um, then a few months later I decided that uh, I was gonna stop messing around with silly little jobs that weren't really um, weren't really satisfying me and to take the plunge as a, as a, as a tour guide, um, officially. So I set up a website and I got one booking, I got two bookings and, 
then you know quite quickly I was um, sustaining my my um, my life uh, with with the tours alone and and um, yeah I haven't turned back that was that was um, eight years ago wow wow so, oh, that's yeah. incredible yeah, it's a long story. I apologise, but um, no, uh, no, don't apologise at all. <laughs> that's that. That is the magic of of, yeah. of Avalon, and and you know, I haven't really, I haven't really put all of those ideas together in my brain, and but it does really describe that 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 idea that that basically, you we we don't have a clue what our purpose, what our service is upon the planet, but but it's best to be ready for anything, you know, and and and. Uh, and really go go with the flow as 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 powerful as possible you know and i think, yeah. I think that's part of the avalon magic actually that's part of the, the the transformation that glastonbury gives people which has um become very very known as the the um the glastonbury experience that's that's really what we're talking about here and that was part of my glastonbury experience that uh, that I thought I was going one way and then and then I came to Glastonbury and the kind of the energy set me on my path you know that's what it does it sets you on your path and it probably the these sacred lands here have probably been doing that since the beginning of time millions and millions of years ago and that's why that uh, the family of Christ came here 2000 years ago because they were probably having a Glastonbury experience, <laughs> you know, or Avalon experience, or Inniswittering experience, uh, as it was originally called these lands, and um, they it was very transformational for them because they basically created the um, the, the Celtic Christian Church, which um, has um, since uh, sadly become slightly distorted, um, more with the kind of the Catholic connections, but. Um, but I, but part of my job is working um, with uh, recovering Catholics, as uh, um, as kind of become come known, which uh, which is a really wonderful part of my my job to to remind people of the love and the peace and the and the light that is that is the Christ consciousness, you know, not not the Christian Church, but the Christ consciousness, because okay. Christ consciousness is a personal Gnostic relationship with with the energy that that has has for throughout time been evolving the christ actually represents love and there is a link to christ and crisis as well christ and crisis is one in the same as 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 i'm kind of starting to understand because around the time of christ there was a massive crisis. The Roman Empire was trying to take over the world. A bit like now, the elite are trying to take over the world, the, the new world order, the, the world domination. It's not a new thing. And this, this virus, uh, which I think is more of a virus of, of, of fear, not so much an actual physical virus, and actually, the word virus means poisoning, by the way, um, which I'll just throw that in there. Um, and um, we, are, we are experiencing a crisis. And it is a, a crisis consciousness that we're going through right now. And, and this year has, has been earmarked as the year of completion. But we, we had no idea. I mean, a lot of uh, the teachers that I work with and other teachers have warned us something is going to happen. And it was, it was kind of in the same lines as the Third World War. And this is kind of like a Third World War. It's like the world is coming together and fighting a kind of uh, um, invisible enemy, but who, whoever the enemy is or whatever the enemy is. But um, we are now we are now in this crisis but in a crisis everybody comes into their consciousness yeah so it's like right. this is this is what's happening you know and and um glastonbury has been in the news a lot um recently during this um this crisis consciousness because um because we are we are quite uh like heart expanded 
you know, free thinking people. So we've had throughout the lockdown, we've had protests and, and um, kind of like the figurehead of the, of the kind of anti, anti-COVID um, situation, uh, the brother of um, Jeremy Corbyn, uh, Piers Corbyn, he has been running and leading protests here in Glastonbury. So, um, yeah, it's quite, it's quite interesting coming from the heart, the heart. Right. And that's, that's something that I want to point out too, is you're really talking about, you know, how Glastonbury experience it's, it is facilitating this, like, it's like the pathfinder, you know, it's, it's putting you onto your path there and helping to awaken, um, you know, kind of like where you're really meant to be moving, which is less within your mind, more from the heart space, which Glastonbury is the heart chakra of the earth as well as currently the third eye chakra as well of the earth. Yeah. It's the path from, from the third eye down into the heart. So you're coming from, from your, where you think you are into where you are. <laughs> that's, that's, what, right. that's what happens when you, when you journey to the heart chakra of the planet, you know? So, um, and, and I think the, the, the ancientness of it is that, that, it's like it's like um, it's like a crystal that has has that is holding that consciousness here. Uh, so so it's so it's like every a lot of people remember past lives of passing through Glastonbury at some point as well, and uh, it's like that wherever whenever you you kind of need to to realign yourself, like you 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 make your way back to Glastonbury, you know, back to the heart. And I'm not saying. That, it's the only place that has this effect on you. There are many other sacred places and, you know, and, and, and all land is sacred, but, but there is, there is this, this concentration of energy in certain sites around the planet, which probably are connected to the, the earth chakra points. But Glastonbury is not only just the heart chakra currently, it's also the third eye chakra which moves a 12th around the planet every every possession of the equinox every 2000 years so it came with the family of christ from from israel or palestine to glastonbury where 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 they they basically planted like the holy thorn tree with joseph ramathia's staff they planted that consciousness in the ground here for for it to 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 cultivate and to grow into a consciousness that that was was basically released in in the year 2000 and matured up until the year uh, 2012 and then expanded out around the around the world from there it's, it's a bit like a a toroidic fountain of energy mm-hmm. you know a, a kind of an, a global toroidic fountain of energy that is more more relating to the north pole and south pole but but glastonbury is 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 basically a, a pole as well because it has that that solid uh, vortex of energy that that is, that is held by the tor and all the the springs coming out of the tor and all the calcite crystal in the tor kind of hold all of those hundreds of ley lines that meet in that pole creating yeah. that toroidic force feel that energy so thank you for that vision i haven't seen that before that's from yeah (laughs) yeah i was actually gonna say because also when i the first time i did the glastonbury tour with you um because as i said after that i got guided to continuously go and help bring as many other women who come into my path that are meant to go there as well to help facilitate to get them there with you and to have that experience but the very first time that i was ever on the tour I sat there for a few moments and I said, okay, well, I'm, I'm here. I'm finally here. You know, what is it that I need to see? What is it that I need to know? You know, and I just connected in for a moment. And after a while, I started to have this vision of a heart, a literal human heart. And of course I knew that it was the heart chakra, but Mm. I had this vision and I started to see the heart beating and then I saw the many vessels and you know arteries that come out of the heart and into the vessels that move throughout the body and I heard this amazing very prominent voice say the heart is what pumps the blood throughout the the rest of the vessels and the veins throughout the body 
that is what Glastonbury is. That is what the heart chakra is. And so, because I, I had asked myself the very same thing, you know, you had touched on, of course, it's not the only um, sacred place throughout the entire land, throughout the entire world. There are many, but I do feel like it is a personal calling, a personal experience as to why you get called to each and every single one. You may get called to all of them. You may only get called to a few throughout this lifetime. But I had asked, you know, what am I, what, what do I need to know about this specific place for myself? And I was shown that the heart chakra is what pumps out to the rest of the land, to the rest of the planet, to the rest of, you know, all of the ley lines. It, it is that, it's that central point, like you said, that's holding all of that love consciousness, that Christ mm. consciousness there for everyone. And yes, it absolutely does facilitate that shifting and changing in awareness and Sometimes it's gradual, you know, a little bit, little over time. And sometimes it's in a really big way. I think it just depends on what you need, but. And you know, do you know why you, I have an idea, but I want to ask you first, do you know why you saw the blood? Why I saw the blood? Because, mm -hmm. uh, well, I have my own thoughts on that, but the, is the, the lineage, the blood, the lineage. Yeah. Exactly. She's right behind you. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah. Sarah bloodline. It's um mm -hmm. because basically the 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 bloodline as as I see it uh, which is um the which is much older than 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 we can actually comprehend has been 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 traveling through the consciousness and the the DNA of the consciousness goes back through the, the the line of David and before uh, David goes back to um, to the kind of the the Nordic uh, consciousness which uh, which basically all all of our all of our spiritual ideas as far as I know all go back to that time of the 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 top of the North Pole which was which was paradise par dis which means the 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 pa is the pole pole and it's the it's the it's 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 where the highest vibration of consciousness is at the pinnacle of of the magnetic energy of the planet so it makes sense that uh, that the that that bloodline has traveled throughout the 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 northern hemisphere uh, which has now become more the western hemisphere with the uh, with the um with the with the the movement of the poles in in the planet and now the the, the magnetic polar energy is actually making its way back to to europe as well so so it's uh, it's fascinating um so it, it it is it it is um more than than just the story the the bloodline of christ the bloodline of Christ goes goes way way back, and and it and it is it is a, a thread through that kind of blue eyed like yourself, you know, blonde hair, you know, like yourself. I know it might come out of a ball, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, the white white, you know, it's it's it, it, it it's not a it's not a a, a race thing. It's 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 basically uh, about about sharing and 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 you know the the um the, the kind of the god aspect came from from the good people that were 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 like angelic people and and angel means messenger so the 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 good messengers were moving around the planet bringing the consciousness bringing the information sharing it the same as the family of Christ. They were travelers. They were they were bringing the the good message, the the angelic gods of of our of our time, you know, mm -hmm. and um, and and it's it's now beautifully it's as the expansion of 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 mankind, you know, because there was only um, probably seven million people upon the planet at the time of Christ. Now there's seven eight actually seven to eight billion people seven to eight million people in time of christ seven to eight billion people upon the planet now right. and that that says to me that the 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 expansion of consciousness it doesn't say the the, 
the kind of the that we're overcrowded it mean it just says that there's more consciousness upon the planet more and more you know so because the it's the consciousness ones that you know keep a low profile and share and help help then help thy neighbor share love with their with their family share love with their friends and you know doing the small jobs that are important the gnostic people that's glastonbury is very very gnostic even even in its um 70 plus faiths and traditions everybody is quite gnostic and in the 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 kind of foundation of the, the Gnosticism or mysticism of spirituality is that love vibration, is that Christ consciousness, whatever, however you want to express it. So a lot of Druids, a lot of, a lot of Sufi, a lot of uh, a whole load of Christians and, you know, um, Native America, many, many of those 70 plus people all hold that Christ consciousness in in high regard in in their heart because it is it is the heart it is the bloodline and probably our bloodline goes back to the Christ bloodline you know through through Sarah uh, who was yeah. um, you know the kind of continuation of that family I know we have different visions of who she was but uh, right. but um, that, that's all right <laughs> yeah yeah and I think more so than anything I think it's more so what she stands for. Yeah. that is the importance of it and you know even um my work with ascended master sarah um you know what i she actually and you recently did an interview with a lovely rachel goodwin who is a really good friend of mine we do work together and it was ascended master sarah who actually led me to rachel and to discover working more with her and in my work with her with sarah i have actually received information that it she's bringing forward this integration this this yes the love consciousness but also that unity consciousness and really now moving everything kind of coming together now in that it's interesting when we we're talking about the crisis consciousness and it's like you can't have one without the other but in order to have one you've got to have the other and that's exactly coming into this crisis consciousness now the purpose of this the, I, heard, if, I heard you say um christess like a priestess <laughs> didn't i, I heard, yeah I, 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 thought, I thought you well, were being clever with the word priestess, <laughs> christess <laughs> crisis that's interesting yeah. Inter it is interesting maybe we need uh, maybe it's a word that's <laughs> maybe there's something there you know this crisis <laughs> Yeah. consciousness that's coming forward right now is um that's also interesting with the you know the the res the healing and the return of the sacred feminine mm. you know with the masculine so maybe that wasn't maybe it was a freudian slip i don't know um but the crisis is is essential it's essential for us to come into that love consciousness to come back to love consciousness because it's like when you're, you know, the mini journeys that we all go on through our own awakenings and our path, we go through initiations. Through those initiations, we get triggered. You go through the darkest, deepest stuff that is designed to facilitate your coming into your truth, coming into your love, coming into your power, your sovereignty. It's just that the crisis consciousness is part of love consciousness to trigger us into love and oneness to come back together and it's like you said how it's so beautiful there's 70 plus different practicing faiths in glastonbury mm. yet they all coexist beautifully together because it is it's the oneness and it's about returning and in crisis humanity tends to come back together in oneness so you know first there's there's some other stuff that occurs along the way first, but essentially designed to bring us back into oneness. So. 40 days and 40 nights. Um, you know, um, actually during the lockdown, the, it, the, the population of the planet hit that, that point, the, the Christ consciousness point, which there was 7 billion, 7 million, 777,000, 7, 177 people upon the planet wow all the sevens during that lockdown wow i did not know that 
Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And the sevens have been really, really important. Like I I've seen them so much this year than, you know, I'm a number girl. I'm all about the magic of numbers and the messages that, you know, the frequency that they hold. And, um, it's interesting because no one ever told me this, but ever whenever I was connecting with Sarah, uh, I would see 77s all the time. And I started associating 77 with her and I didn't quite understand why, but I've always associated the number seven with alchemy and transmutation. So it does really feel like, you know, the sevens being all about that, the alchemical occurrence needing to occur for the ascension, for the love consciousness. So that's also, interesting. Yeah, the number of completion, all the sevens. Really? Mm. Well, that's how I see it. You know, the, that's the, how you see it. The seven chakras, the ones you've risen up to the seven chakras, it's the, 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 the completion, where the yeah. seven and the seven planets is the it's like the fullness the the seven is like the fullness number the seven elohim you know mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. there's always seven seven, seven rays yeah. yeah there's always seven so i think there's that is like a sign that the that, that we are we have reached that christ consciousness in that population number you know yeah and speaking of christ consciousness so this is a consciousness that you you actually channel to yeah. help well it, it's it's more of the universal truth that i channel uh, it's a teacher from the universal truth uh which, but i but i you know that is that is the christ consciousness and I, i've been very fortunate throughout my life to 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 be connected to to the the, the story of, of um joseph ramathia and, and mary magdalene here in glastonbury and and throughout my life actually um and so that that link has has come from many many lifetimes, and uh, and I and I bring bring that through again now. But um, yeah, so so it, it is that you know so many of us now are are realizing our skills of 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 um, our psychic skills or, or our channeling skills, and you know the trans trans mediumship is 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 the way that I I, I I'm lucky enough to to help people with. Um, and they're basically the representation of the mm -hmm. universal truth comes through me and uh, well actually no it doesn't come through me it actually goes through the person i'm communicating with so they can the the teacher can 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 connect with that person's higher self and understanding and then comes through me to to share with them what 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 they see in in around that that person there so it's uh, yeah i'm so fortunate i've i've been able to do that i've been doing it for since i was you know kind of uh well consciously since i was about 12 um between 12 and 16 i started uh, really developing it and uh um and now i'm 44. <laughs> yeah. well magic 44 look at that exactly yeah I love yeah, it, yeah and 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 the, i and i do have to say that there have been so many people who you have really helped and really have provided something very valuable and brought powerful healing to them. Um, because we at Oracles of the Light, which is my sister business here in, um, well, I'm located in New Jersey, but our business is right across the border in Pennsylvania here. Um, we actually host tour once a year for the last few years now to come here and work with the people here that don't get the opportunity to travel over to England um, and have sessions, one-on-one -on -one personal sessions. and they have just raved and it's you know you coming here has been a huge success and it even brought a different level of awareness to the people that we work with um so i i, I have to say that what you're doing is incredibly necessary so helpful and we're so grateful for that so thank you for being able to do that and i'm developing it on on online as well so i can i can do the same type of channelings and healings uh remotely so wherever people are around the world i can do a channeling uh, through through zoom or however people want to do it it works very well that's wonderful and i know that there's so many people at least from you know with who work with us with the oracles that were that would be very interested in that so we will definitely put that out there so Thank you, you Thank can you. can they go over to your facebook page to message you or yeah, yeah, how can they yeah. contact you yeah through facebook um uh or through my website tours tours uh, i also have um a, a website for my channeling which is just tourwebster.com uh, i don't I haven't got a lot of information but people can contact me through that as well 
I should Perfect. develop that site a little bit, probably. <laughs> so much to do, but I'm 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 focusing now on my virtual tours, and this um this coming Friday, I'm doing a virtual tour in in London, uh, which uh, looking at the sacred sites of London, and not a lot of people know there are like, no. ancient sacred sites of London. There's um the the there's connections to Diana, the ancient goddess of the hunt. There's um the the actual name London comes from Lud, Lud, which is the Lud Adun, the, 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 the home of, of the god Lud, which is um, the ancient, ancient Celtic, uh, Irish as well. The, the kind of Lud was still uh, worshipped and celebrated up until the kind of the Roman period over in Ireland very strongly. That was uh, the, connected to the Tuathe de Danu. Uh, which is actually the the connected to the to the Dan the tribe of Dan, which uh, which came from the far north. The uh, the the Dan were, were Dan actually means them, mm. and Dan Mark means the land of them, and uh, um, the uh, uh, so it's um the yeah you know, the tribe of Dan as well means them, and so these are these are these are the kind of Gnostic ancient Gnostic Nordic people that that didn't really they didn't do religion like we did they they just said we we are what we are you know <laughs> deal with it you know right. you know um, you know you're 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 wonderful i'm wonderful let's just get on with stuff you know it's like they didn't put they didn't like to put titles and and you know kind of write things down they just they just they just did it you know gnostic style so uh, so yeah so that's london um, virtual tour which you can sign up to on on facebook um this friday i'm also starting i might change the, the date slightly of my my chakra tours but they will be starting uh, every saturday uh, maybe maybe um next um, in a two weeks time okay. um, and uh, so what i'm doing is i'm i'm doing uh, a tour around a two and a half hour tour around glastonbury but every week I'm going to be doing focusing on a different chakra. And so I'll be doing a visualization uh, at each of the chakra points around Glastonbury as I do the tour, starting at the base on Wirial Hill. And then every week do a different chakra. And then the seventh week I'll be on top of the tour doing the, the crown chakra visualization. Uh, so you can either join join for all of them or just one of them and they'll be available on my tours tour website to to kind of watch watch again as well oh that's wonderful yeah i'll definitely be sharing the events on my page everybody if you're interested oh, in that yeah. yeah absolutely um it's it's the only way <laughs> that yeah, yeah. during covid we can yeah. get to experience these amazing um you know ancient sites that just hold mm -hmm. so much power healing and just you know raising up the vibration for all of us let me you do know? a plug for you as well because i love the work you do with the magical me and the oh, oracles of you. light so do 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 check out what jamie's doing she's doing lots of wonderful uh, amazing things to inspire um, especially you. women inspiring women to to connect to their their own inner strength yeah. and and spirituality and and to and and then to share that with other people as well so so uh, you know yeah. thank you for continuing with that because oh, i know yeah. it's it's tough you, you know and, and it's um it's really well worth worth doing and continuing with so thank you for that and check yeah, out thank you. through your website what's your website then? yes www.magicalme.com and my sister business is uh, oraclesofthelight.com cool so, yeah, yeah. Now, thank you very much oh no thank you very <laughs> much i appreciate that yeah so um it's interesting uh before you know before we head out i, I just want to say it's interesting because there isn't a whole lot there's you know, we're starting to become more and more aware of that there is a chakra system simultaneously throughout the planet, you know, as within, so without, and people are becoming more and more aware of that. But to understand that there are also many chakra systems within lands in certain areas is just another level of, you know, just wow, you know, and it's, it's interesting because I don't remember discussing that, you know, we may have, but I really don't remember discussing that when we did the tours together. And um, it's possible I was just like floating around and, and kind of heard you somewhere in the back of my mind, but I felt it. Mm. I felt when just going through Glastonbury, I felt it. 
Then when we got to Cornwall and we're, you know, in St. Nectan's Glen, I felt it. I felt like I was connecting with different chakras at each site. So I love that you're now talking yeah. about this and doing this. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to talk a little, can you sure, get a yeah, li yeah. little bit it's, about the sites? And I really like what you said then because, I, because that is kind of spot on. Um, because, um, as always, <laughs> um, because, um, basically when, when I was doing the rainbow serpent project and traveling around the earth chakra system, uh, one of my, my deepest, uh, connections, uh, of course, uh, because actually the rainbow serpent comes from Uluru, Australia. So the first place I went to not even knowing what I was doing was Uluru, Australia. And, and, I, and, I, and I built up a strong relationship with the beautiful Aborigine elder and teacher and guardian of, of one of the guardians of, of Uluru, uh, Bob Randall, bless his soul, who's passed on now. And he actually even came uh, an hour down the road from me and, um, and did, a, did a, a weekend long workshop about Aborigine culture, and, wow. which I was able to, that was the, the, the first, no, no. The second time I met was anyone. he the gentleman that was in the rainbow serpent second, with you? Yeah, yeah, that was actually yeah. That was that was that was uh, after the first time I met him was when I interviewed him from the film, and that was uh, synchronic. Then the second time I met him, he was an hour down the road from Glastonbury doing a, a presentation about the film that he he was part of called Canini, and uh, he and then wow. I booked I definitely booked on the workshop he did like a weekend workshop and we spent some time together and um and then i met him several times after that as well but he the first time i met him i was we were talking about this earth chakra idea and he said well in the aborigine culture we are aware of of energy places in the body um but we don't really relate to the the earth chakras sorry that was bob randall um i have, I have because when you mentioned his uh, that flickering of the um, power because, i just got yeah i just got incredibly yeah, dizzy for a he, second uh, there he's very powerful but but i want to mention that 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 when you talk about aborigine elders you have to do it with with a huge amount of respect and honor for them because they 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 don't like to to be mentioned when they pass into spirit because it brings them back uh, which is very interesting so i have to say sorry about that bob randall but um i love you brother and and yep there is again so <laughs> they're very very present so um wow. uh, he says stop mentioning my name because it keeps on bringing me back so okay won't do that again <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> but um uh so uh, that there are these energy points in the body and how the Aborigine worked with it, basically they would go on walkabout and a walkabout is a very real thing. So the, the Aborigine people still today are very nomadic and they would, they would travel all the time pretty much going from place to place to place where there was water, where there was food, where there was different climate and they would walk for, for months, you know, at, at each time. And they would also uh, walk, connect to the to the uh, song lines and the song lines are, are ley lines, energy ley lines, but they call them song lines because they, the each Aborigine country, and there was like hundreds of Aborigine countries across uh, Australia originally, each Aborigine country, which was probably like, like in America, the equivalent of a state, and each state would be a, an Aborigine country. So they, they took the responsibility of the song lines of the energy lines the the ley lines coming into their country and and as they traveled they had a song each each place along the ley line they had a different a different part of the song that they had to sing along the ley line so that was part of the connection to the the earth energies and the ley lines but they would also in even wherever they were walking, they would go on walkabout and they would, they would feel an area in their body, somewhere in their body, in their head, in their heart, in their feet, in their belly, and they would feel it. And if it was really, really resonant, they would stop and they would, they would sleep in that area for a, for a few days and the, to, to, to communicate with that sensation that they were feeling. So that's basically, the kind of the 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 
the the smaller and the more more local chakra explanations the then you've got the kind of country chakra explanations and the kind of global uh global didn't really exist for the aborigine culture because they had lived uh for at least at least you know, 100 and 150,000 years in Australia and they hadn't really left the country. So they didn't really have a massive global concept. They, they, uh, um, that de our dear friend who I won't mention again, uh, he, um, he told me that, um, that the, the, the Aborigine people or the original people, because Aborigine is actually a, a, a kind of disrespect, um, but they don't really mind it. They, they, they know, they know, they know we love them and that they are the original people. They, they actually came, it said, from a land uh, near Japan that, that disappeared during the floods. And we're talking, we're talking, you know, like pre-Ice Age, like, like a, few, a few Ice Ages ago. The land disappeared and they jumped on the back of the rainbow serpent and the rainbow serpent took them to australia but they probably were talking about about I, the ice that the ice covered the planet and they walked on the ice until they came to a place that was warmer and um, more clement climate that they can they could they could actually survive on you know wow and there's a lot of stories like that the same as the um the people of uh of Rapa Nui, um, Easter Island, a similar story that they that they abandoned their island because 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 it because they basically cut down all the trees and these massive pieces of ice were floating in the ocean near them and they actually climbed on a massive piece of ice and lived on this piece of ice uh, probably wow. with with polar bears and other animals that were there at the time, and they floated to New Zealand, where they got off and uh, continued to live and became the Maoris. And <laughs> wow, that's really amazing, fascinating oh, information. Yeah. What yeah. I loved about that too is what you said about the songs. Mm. Um, so uh, one thing that has developed in me over the last couple of years, and I want to say maybe since the first time I went to Glastonbury, um, it started developing more in me is that I actually, part of the healing work that I do is using light and sound. And how I do that is through um, vocal toning, which I have heard intuitively is called light song. And I do um, channel a light language for light healing activations and transmissions. And um, I did notice that when I walk the ley lines, or even if it's not a ley line that I know about, and it's somewhere, you know, here local, and I'm just walking in a certain area in the forest or something, I naturally start to go into song. Mm -hmm. I catch myself, I start singing or humming. It's not, it's not often words, but every now and then it will be words. And I'll start going into like, a, you know, I'll hear myself going into light language in my head, or I will start actually humming and singing, you know, doing light song. Yeah. And I think it's funny because quite a few times before I really even understood, you know, what, what I was doing and what was happening. I do remember quite a few times as you and I were walking, <laughs> we're, you know, walking through these ley lines on the tour. Um, mm. I think you might've been in one space, I'm in the other space. And I, we both started singing. I think it was, we were singing the same exact song. I don't know if you remember that. We were singing the same exact song and I'm like, mm. you know, maybe the whole, you I know. I do that a lot. I sing a lot as part of my tours actually. I, yeah, thank you, you for that, that you recognition. <laughs> do, you, do you remember, and it was, I, I remind, reminded, I was reminded by it, the last tour we did together in, in uh, Tingle Tangle, Tin Tangle. Uh, we came out of the inner sanctum of the cave in Merlin's cave. Remember, and oh, we all yeah. came out, and and we all all of us heard these these monks singing ancient ancient monks singing an ancient song. Yeah, and I was I was remind and everybody heard it. Even even the Every, most yeah, everybody of the of the group heard it. And you know? and there was no one there. Oh, no one there. There was no one there. The one one of the one of the people that we were with in the group actually went further out um, towards where the opening was, and there was no one there. No. And, and there was it. a after we went back after it was another part where we were in there. Um, gentlemen had come. And the gentlemen were swimming in the water right there outside of Merlin's cave. Mm. 
And we asked them, we asked them if they had done it and we asked them if they heard it and they, yeah. they had no idea what we were talking about. Yeah. It was just the group. We all heard. It was awesome. And I was reminded of that last time I was at Merlin's Cave, which was just last week, actually. I took a group there and, um, and, and there was uh, three of them decided not to come into the inner sanctum. I just went in there with one, one person. And when, when we, when we came out, they, three of them were singing like a it light 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 song like you were talking because they're actually mediums as well and um and and but before before that experience i have sensed monks singing there but i haven't heard it you know that was the only time i've heard it you know but i've had some really interesting times in in that cave you know there was another yeah. time that uh, i went there with a very special um uh, light worker and, and there was a, a, a the local um seal had made her way into the cave into that pool uh, oh, and it was a real wow. beautiful blessing to sit with that seal and you know i was first i was worried that she'd got stuck in there but she made her way out and i watched her swim away so it was nice oh that's beautiful oh how amazing yeah that was quite an experience to well, we have could that talk for hours, but we really could maybe we should uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah so um thank you so very much for coming thank on you. here and talking about you know this incredible work that you're doing and the incredible magic that you know ancient avalon is is still is still there still carrying you know for those who can experience and those who cannot experience in person due to COVID, due to distance, due to time, Tor is making it virtually possible. So check out his website, check out his um, events and his tours that he's offering. And um, I look forward to being able to see you in the flesh again likewise, soon. So. Likewise, thank you so much. I, yeah, I think thank you, you. more of these videos. I think you, you are such an amazing hostess. You're, you're very good at interviewing people. I think you should do thank more. You. Thank you. Get some, really, get some big name people out there to, to interview. I think you, they would appreciate your, your style, you know, and you're very yeah. honest and positive and grounded as well. So it's thank you so much. I love you for saying that. Ah, bless you. <laughs> Blessings. Okay. All right. To everybody well, out there, and um, uh, see you, see you, see you on the in the the web of light. <laughs> yeah, see you on the web of light. Thank you once right. again. Cheers. Bye. Bye.